Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next edition of the Untitled Sports Show. Today, we're talking about NFL again. I know it's a lot of NFL, but NFL season started going strong. Talk about basketball next week, but for this week, we're talking NFL again. Had our first week. There was a lot of excitement, really good product all around every game was exciting in its own way. So I, I what I wanted to do for you guys today was I wanted to do a game I want to call It's Just One Game But. And as you know, a lot of people like to overreact. I even overreact a little bit sometimes. I'll admit that. So I thought we would make overreacting a game. And we would call It's Just One Game But. And I have 10 things that I will tell you, stuff I'm either concerned about or pleasantly surprised about, that might be a little too soon to say whether I'm right or not, but I thought I would say it anyway, and the observations I saw from week one. I have five from the AFC, five from the NFC, so let's start with the AFC. So, firstly, it's just one game but... I don't think Phillip Rivers is really a starting quarterback anymore. I All I heard this offseason when the Colts signed him was, oh, behind that offensive line, he's going to be a pro bowler again. He is going to be great. The Colts are going to be great. Watch out. They were favored to win the division, which I didn't really understand. I thought the Titans were clearly better, and even the Texans were about the same level as them. Yeah, but that's all I heard was he great. Um, and he wasn't that good yesterday. Now, the thing is, they he did throw a lot. They asked him to throw as many times as Patrick Mahomes throws. And I understand that that wasn't wise, and that's not all his fault. That goes on the coach a lot. But it, his QBR was 56. He was 36 for 46. 363 yards, that's not terrible. But really where it lays is one touchdown pass, two interceptions. When you have more interceptions than touchdown passes, I can't say you had a good game. Especially when you took the L to a team that, I'll say it, I thought they had a really good shot to go 0-16. And, well, that's out the window already, so I was wrong on that. I'll admit that, we're all wrong sometimes, but the thing is, I just don't know. He threw interceptions at the worst times. He always seems to throw his interception when the game is on the line in the balance, which is not a good thing, and it's concerning. Now, I don't know. Now they lost their running game with Marlon Mack out for the season, so he's probably going to pass it even more now. And I really don't think he's that great. And I think the Colts are in absolutely serious trouble. It, it, I'm very concerned about the Colts. So I don't know about Phillip Rivers. Staying in the same game, it's just one game. But is Gardner Minshew a franchise quarterback or at least a starting quarterback? He was really good, folks, really good. I thought he was definitely the worst starting quarterback in the NFL, but he was 19 
for 20. Three touchdown passes, zero interceptions. That is what a quarterback looks like when they're playing phenomenal. That is what you call a phenomenal quarterback game. He only had 173 yards, but again, they got the W, and he did everything they wanted him to do. They couldn't have asked for a better performance from him. He did everything they needed him to do, and then some. Hats off to Gardner Minshew. I didn't see it coming. I don't think really anybody saw it coming. And it's, wow, it's very surprising. It's special. That was a special game yesterday, and I am all of a sudden weirdly interested in watching the Jaguars to see, can he lead this team to, you know, a decent record, maybe 5-11, and 6-10? and 10? If he does that, I don't think they draft a quarterback. Well, they won't. They won't get Trevor Lawrence because they won't get the number one pick or even the number two or three, but he was phenomenal, and he could be a starting quarterback in this league, and he could be a guy that you feel confident in. Very well could be. Next, it's just one game, but Joe Burrow and the Bengals, not a bad team. Now, listen, they lost, but it took a heartbreaker to lose, which I'm sure Bengals fans are used to at this point, but... It was they had a chip shot. It was like a thirty-yard field goal to win. Oh, not not to win to send it to overtime. Sorry, and no, he just misses it completely, misses it, and then pulls muscles in his leg while doing it. Why? How? Only the Bengals, man. Only the Bengals. But the truth of the matter is, Joe Burrow was not bad. Now. He had no touchdown passes in one interception that was dumb. But he did have one rushing touchdown. In fact, he scored the only touchdown of the game. And it was a rush touchdown, and he looked good doing it. And he was 23 for 36. And, I, you know, his quarterback rating wasn't very good. But overall, I think for... Uh, Debut, it wasn't bad considering the Chargers are not a bad team. I know a lot of people don't really like the Chargers. I don't really think they have a chance to make the playoffs, especially after Sunday. I mean, that was not a great performance by them. But the fact that a team that is not bad still had trouble with the Bengals and Joe Burrow's debut, I think shows that this could be an okay team. They're not a playoff team this year, but I had them going 6-10, and 10, which was quite a bit higher than anybody else had them going. And despite the loss, I'm starting to feel confident in my pick for them to have that good of a record. Joe Burrow looks nice. I think the Bengals finally got a guy. Let's see if they can do anything with it. Next, it's just one game, but the Tennessee Titans have potential to be really good. Now, hear me out on this. I know that they only beat the Broncos by two, a very, very, very beat-up Broncos team at that, and the Broncos weren't even very good last year, but hear me out on this. 
playing at Denver is always tough. And they missed so many field goals. They missed three field goals and an extra point. And none of them were really hard field goals. You make all three of them. He's left 10 points on the board, which means they should have won by 12. Okay, they should have won by 12. So I, I don't, you know, I don't know what to say about it. I think if you beat Denver by 12 at Denver, no matter how beat up they are, I think that's pretty good. And the fact that they still won with Steven Goskowski playing that bad, I don't know if we've ever seen a kicker have that bad of a game. I know he made a winning field goal, which is great. But I think the fact that they still beat the Broncos despite that bad performance shows that they are have potential to be a really good team. Ryan Tannehill played good. He played 29 for 43, 249 yards, two TDs, zero interceptions. He played really good. Derrick Henry played well, but not super well. Not You could say not up to his standards, but despite him not playing one of his best games, the kicker being horrendous, and playing at Denver, they still came out on top. And to me, that says a lot. That says a lot to me. And I think the Titans, I for sure, I think they're definitely going to win the division now. I'm a Titans fan, so I don't want to jinx it or anything. I don't want to speak too soon, but I would be absolutely shocked if the Titans don't win the AFC South. Um, but I, I, think they're, I think they have potential to be a good team. I really do. Like a really good team. Like 10 and 6, 11 and 5. Now, let's, with that said, let's head into the NFC. I've got five. First, it's just one game, but Kylo Murray and the Cardinals look scary already. Now, I predicted this team to go 8 and 8, which was a couple games higher than the majority of people had. I don't have them making the playoffs, and I still don't think they'll make the playoffs. But I think starting next year, they're going to make the playoffs for a lot of years in a row. I don't know if they're ever going to be a Super Bowl contender, but I think starting next year, they're a playoff team every single year for probably a decade or more. Now, they beat the 49ers, who's really good. But George Kittle, I know he missed the majority of the game. He did come back for a little bit, so that's why I'm not going to say the 49ers were too beat down. But even despite him missing half the game or a little over half the game, people still would have picked the 49ers to win. Um, And the Cardinals were great. I think the thing is, is Kyler Murray, every time the Cardinals needed to score... He made sure they scored. 26 for 40, one touchdown, one interception, 230 yards. That isn't fantastic numbers, but he had 91 rush yards, one rushing TD himself. And, you know, okay. That might not look phenomenal on paper, but he was really, really good in the clutch. And DeAndre Hopkins... Wow, he is good. He might be the best receiver in the league. And I think this is a team that has potential to, even this year, I think they'll compete for a wild card spot. I don't think they'll get one just because the NFC is a lot better than the AFC, like top to bottom. 
Um, I think if they win the AFC, I would 110% say they will be making the playoffs, no question about it. But in the NFC, it's tougher. They got a really tough division, although this is a game that nobody thought they were going to win. But this team looks really good. This offense is good. And the defense, which was its probably biggest concern going in, was pretty all right. So good job, Cardinals. I'm going to be watching you because you're a really fun team to watch. Next, it's just one game, but Russell Wilson looks absolutely unbelievable. Okay, okay. I picked the Seahawks, and in my top 10 that I did over a month ago, I think now, I had the Seahawks as the second best team in my top 10 which was way higher than most other people had him, and I was starting to doubt it. I was like, eh, I probably put him too high, but now I'm feeling really good about it. I know it was the Falcons, and the Falcons aren't very good. They're not going to make the playoffs. I get that. But they finally let Russell Wilson loose. They finally said, hey, why don't you pass more? Why don't you run, actually run the offense? And he did not disappoint. 31 for 35, four touchdown passes, zero interceptions, 322 yards. Wow. That's, that's, it's mind-boggling. That's one of the best quarterback performances I've ever seen. The Seahawks look really, really good. I think they've got a lot of guys. They didn't really run it. Russell Wilson was their leading rusher at 29 yards. 29 yards was their leading rush. Ah, wow. Okay. But they've got receivers, man. DK Metcalf's looking really nice. I think he's going to be a really good receiver for the future. Tyler Lockett is good. Wow. He's just, man, he's great. Absolutely great performance from the Seahawks. They look really good all around. The Falcons only lost by 13, so they won by... The Seahawks won by 13, but the truth of the matter is, is the game really wasn't that close. The game, the score says it's a little bit closer than it actually was. So, fantastic job by the Seahawks. You're making me proud, making me look smart, and I like that. So, keep on going, and uh, yeah, Russell Wilson looks great, Seahawks look great. And they are going to be scary, and they are a Super Bowl contender, no question about it. It's just one game, but Carson Wentz and the Eagles are in trouble. Let's not overreact here. This is one of the ones where you can really say I'm overreacting here. But that was, oh boy. I get it, the Eagles are kind of beat up right now. But they're still not as beat up as they were at the end of last year. And at the end of last year, they made the playoffs that beat up. They beat a full-strength Cowboys beat up. So don't tell me they can't do anything beat up. What are you doing? Carson Wentz had no time. He got sacked eight times, which is you can't do, especially with an injury-prone quarterback like him. That's Can't let that happen. And Carson Wentz all around just wasn't very good. He had 24 for 42, two touchdown passes, and two inter- 
exceptions, that's not good. I'm concerned. It's This is the little definition of it's just one game, but. Because it was just one game, and I still think the Eagles are a pretty good team, but, man, there's a lot of concerning elements. The running game really wasn't there. They only had one player rush over 20 yards, and that and that player only ran 30-some, 35 yards, and that was Boston Scott. So it, let's not act like it's great. Zach Oates only caught the ball three times for 18 yards. Carson Wentz also had two fumbles, lost one of them. So that's four, turn, three turnovers, but he almost turned it over four times. His quarterback rating was 14. That's I one of the worst I've ever seen. That's concern. When he doesn't get time, he's not going to be good, and which means the Eagles aren't going to be good, and... You need to watch out. The Eagles play the Rams, who beat the Cowboys. It's going to be very interesting to see because it's at the Eagles. I think if the Eagles lose again, which I think they very well might, I think it's going to be a little bit panic time in Philadelphia because an 0-2 start is not good. It's never good, especially for a team that thought they would definitely win the division. So, I don't know. And... Let's talk about the other team in the division. It's just one game, but are the Cowboys underachieving again? Again? Man. I I don't know. They didn't play bad. They only lost to the Rams at the Rams by three, and the Rams are a pretty good team. Um, They'll they'll contend for a playoff spot, I think. I don't think they'll make it, but they're going to contend for a playoff spot. I think this is an 8-8 uh, maybe even 9-17. and 17. So, you know, this team is probably pretty even with the Cowboys. But I think the problem is the Cowboys once again kind of underutilized their weapons. Okay, now they have so many weapons, but they, they can't score. I, I It's really just, I don't really get it. To be quite honest with you, it's concerning to me, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know. They, I think you should be able to score more than 17 points for one. One, you should, yeah, you should be able to score more than 17 points. So let's start with that. But, man, it's, I don't know. Not a great start to the Cowboys season. 0-1. They didn't. They only scored three points in the second half, which is something you simply can't do. Team with that much talent shouldn't score three points and a half. And now they're already beat up more than they were all of last year. It's just not looking great. I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of them. And finally, our last one of the day. It's just one game, but are the Packers actually legit? Now, the Packers were 13-3 and last year, and they made the NFC Championship. But for some reason, it was pretty much universal that the Packers were pretenders last year. 
you know, you know, usually you have a couple people say a team with a good record. So pretend to, but it's pretty odd when a thirteen and three team universally called a big pretender. And part of that's because their schedule was really easy. But, I mean, really, I don't know. And I kind of fell into that trap because I didn't even put them in my top ten at the start of the year. And, I don't know. They look good. They only beat the Vikings by nine, but don't let the score fool you. The game wasn't that close. The game really was not that close. Okay, so... Don't, I mean, they were up by 19 at the end of the third quarter. So, don't, don't let that fool you. It was a high-scoring game, 43-34. to 34, And Aaron Rodgers looked absolutely fantastic. Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, definitely the two best players of the week. He, 32 for 44, 364 yards, four touchdown passes, no interceptions, quarterback rating of 93. Come on now. That's great. That's great. That's prime Aaron Rodgers for you. Devontae Adams looks like... A, he's he's a top five receiver for sure. We already probably knew that, but is he maybe top three? He might be. He might be. Um, He's really good. He is really good, and Aaron Rodgers looked the best he's looked in a long time. And the Packers, watch out. The Vikings are a pretty good team, and they beat them pretty easily. And I think I don't think the Packers are really a Super Bowl contender, but they look pretty legit, and you need to watch out for them. And they're going to be a playoff team, and they could make it pretty far. What, keep an eye on the Packers, no question about it, because they looked really impressive this week. So I really think they are a team to watch out for. And that is all for this episode. So, you got your basic stuff. You got your, you know, I told you five AFC, NFC. It's just one game, but am I overreacting on some of them? Probably, but that's kind of the theme of this game. So, thank you for watching. And also, check out the Untitled Sports Show on Instagram. In fact, I really think if you are interested even a little bit in this podcast. I think now it's kind of vital that you follow that because I only I only have time to do one podcast a week now, um, but I have quite a bit to talk about, so I'm going to be posting a lot of thoughts on Instagram, and in fact, I'm even going to post a few, like, five-minute videos a week, you know? So there's going to be a lot of content on my Instagram page that just couldn't make it to a podcast because of time constraints but again so follow that at Untitled Sports Show uh once again thank you for watching uh have a good day happy football season and wear a mask and goodbye